What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this live Takes on Takes episode of the show. If you're watching live, you see Kyle is dressed up like Bill Belichick, um, and uh, otherwise we'll catch you on the podcast feed on yeah, Tuesday. too. Yeah, well, listen, today's episode is brought to you by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, Kyle. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi true. made for watching football welcome thank you thank you very much just enjoyed a an ice cold diet pepsi as i get ready to flex myself as a member of the league of football watchers myself yeah well here on this fine monday night for <laughs> ravens chiefs man monday night football i'm stoked got a good one got a good one Dude, all right can i can i make a comment real quick sure your cheeks are as rosy as your t-shirt what's going on um it's tough to say. I don't know. I just took a shower. Um, a little flushed, a little excited, a little flushed. No, you know what it was? I took a shower simultaneously while my wife was giving my baby daughter a bath. So the, the, the controls weren't normal. Like the temperatures weren't balanced. And so in the same tub, no, it was a different bathroom. Oh, I was going to say like, what the hell kind of apparatus no. you guys Come got? On now, I know God. they got, they, they got things for babies for everything these days. So yeah, I didn't know. Well, no, listen, Jeez. So that's it. Yeah. Hopefully I'll unflush here. Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's go to the bullpen first, Kyle. Okay. I think we just got to get this out of the way. Okay. It's a tattle take. Oh no. Is it mine? No. Okay. I'm good. Let's do it. It's me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. I got oh, yeah, hammered, brother. Florida State. Florida yeah, State. I got hammered. Miami Hurricane yeah. fans. I'm pretty sure they want me hung in the streets for this take. They're a little... Uh, Loopy though, Miami pa- fans. You know they're, they're they passionate. love their team. They, they love their team, and they they're love nuts. the only thing they love more than their own team is trashing the other Florida teams. That's da- you're exactly right. Yeah, you're, I know they're, they're passionate. It's been a while, right? They just whooped up on my on Miami, beat them Florida State fifty two to ten. So Matthew, thank you for saying this needs to be addressed on takes on takes. And I said, um, the more I studied the ACC defenses this summer, the more it became clear that Florida State has the potential to be the best in the conference. The Noles are loaded with NFL talent on defense, and defensive coordinator Adam Fuller is a rising star. Didn't happen. Not this yeah. year. It's too soon. My process was good, Kyle. I watched these players, thought they were really talented, but man, oh man, it did not come the together so far. Results were bad. I kind of want to like go up into my hood here. This, yeah, yeah. All right. With that out of the way, how about our favorite draft dudette? Sue Ann already dropped one on oh, us. You ready? Welcome, Take that Sue one. Ann. What she got? Take Doug Peterson is coaching like he's on the hot seat, and that's probably true. I don't buy that, man. This guy won a Super Bowl like two years ago. It's it 2017. 2017. Yeah. It was the spring of or winter of 2018, I think. So 2017 season. They won the division last year? Yeah, but they were not good last year. They underperformed last year. They had injuries, man. I don't know. Like, I, I'd i be really surprised. I'm concerned with how he's 
talking to the media, but Doug's always it's been a little snippy. He's yeah. always been that way, though. Yeah. You could tell the pressure's on. I think Doug Peterson has enough leash that he would survive an underwhelming season this year. But I do think a bad season this year for Philadelphia would put him into a make or break season next year. Um, so I, I, Sue and I, again, your process is good. And my results hopefully are, are better than Joe's as it comes to the Florida state prognostication on defense. But I don't know. I I've got a hard time buying it because it wasn't that long ago. And this roster is very clearly flawed because this is what happens when you pretend that the salary cap is just pretend monopoly money that you can just shuffle around and nothing, there's no ramifications for it. Well, there are ramifications for it. And the ramifications are your roster ends up being top heavy. And that's what we're seeing now with the Eagles. Let's put Rahul's up there. Where's he at? Was he more recently or uh, towards, he's the towards the top? Yeah. One of the first 10 comments of the whole what? thing. Oh, here you go. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, the Bill's mafia tape. Yeah. So go he ahead. says because of his role in helping Josh Allen develop Bill's offensive coordinator, Brian Dable will be a head coach in 2021. Lock it in. Let me tell you, there's so many reasons why he should be the next head coach of the New York Jets. First of all, you take him away from the Bills, right? That's meaningful, as that's, you know, you're, you need to get ahead of them in the division. But this guy comes fully endorsed by Nick Saban, fully endorsed by Bill Belichick. He's seen firsthand Sean McDermott turn Buffalo into a winner when it hadn't been the previous 18 years. And he's found out a way to build around a quarterback that, let's be honest, had an improbable path to becoming a good player in the NFL. So much to overcome. I don't know how you don't look at Brian Dable and say, that's a guy that, I mean, he got interviews with the Browns last year. Yeah. He's going to be should have got more. Yeah, he should have. He should have. And he's going to be that coach of the Jets next year. Oh, this one's fun. Irish Stafford. I'm giving this to you. All right. KJ, KJ Costello. Just, let's, let me take it. Just let me take it. Well, I don't want to address it. I want you to address this. Well, we're, we're both going to address it. Okay. We're in the maze together. We got to get the cheese. Right. Cheese. It's my, right. it's, it's my 2020 season saying on podcasting. Is it? Yeah. KJ Costello, we use it quite a bit on Locked On Dolphins. Breaks the SEC record for passing yards or touchdowns, even with a shortened season. Now, can someone remind me? What the SEC record, I know he ain't touching 60 touchdowns, which is what Joe Burrow just had. What's the yardage record? I'm pretty sure he had both. That would be 5,671 no, yards. Absolutely not. No way. They're playing the, what? Eight games plus a, a conference championship? Ten games plus a conference ten. championship game? Yeah. So 11 games? Burrow did that in 15 games. Right. Yeah. No. Because you know what? Not every SEC defense and not every game that an air raid offense plays is going to guarantee you're going to get 623 passing yards. That Which would, he would be, need to average. He would need to do that every single game. Yeah. There's no way. The first time he throws for 275, it's done. Hard sell. Yeah. Pass. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality online service for the past 20 years. So whether you're looking for engine control models, new brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet for your classic or daily driver, 
rockauto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are the same for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com for all your auto parts needs and write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all of the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. See, we run the the wheel, the maze together. Fine and cheese. Okay, Matt, I'm back this week to say take the Vikings will be picking top five in next April's draft, and will be drafting one of the top three quarterbacks and replacing one of either Mike Zimmer or Rick Spiel. Now this is spicy. It is. Um, I don't think Spielman or Zim's gone, right? They both just got, they just got extensions and they're like tied together. Um, top five, man, I'm low on Minnesota, but like New York, both New York teams, uh, Cincy, Atlanta, join the league of football watchers. Hold on. I don't know, man. Top five. Oof. You got how many wins do you have to be in the top five? Like five or less, probably? Uh yeah, five's the ceiling. They could get there. If Chicago ends up being not pretenders, they could get there. And Chicago, like, has historically played very well against Minnesota anyway, haven't they? They've like owned Minnesota lately, last couple of years. Whatever they do, they're gonna be in striking distance for one of those top three quarterbacks, and they, and should, they should be should aggressive. Yeah, they I mean, absolutely do it. They don't have their two this year, which hurts. Doesn't matter. But, Just give up the one next year. Yeah, you, you you've got such need, a good infrastructure right, around it. You, you do, you do, and you have a year with Kurt uh, to buy your time right until Fields or Lance is ready. So Minnesota should be in the market for trading up. I'm not qualified to answer this one, but I would be interested in your take. Okay. So Cam Van Wick take with the Dolphins currently slated to have two top ten picks. Joey updated MDM draft order They're today. They're picking eight and nine, right? Yes, they are. Okay. You know, Houston Texans looking real good, 0-3. <laughs> I would take the combo of Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State, and Jalen Waddle, the wide receiver from Alabama, over LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase and Miami defensive end Greg Rousseau. So I would be most interested, Joe, in hearing this from your point of view as a team that would have to play those combos twice a year. So I get the... It's an interesting combination. You know, my my nightmare for the Dolphins is a is an opposing fan is them getting Waddle. I don't, I don't want anything to do with yeah. with dealing with Waddle. I also don't want anything to do with, to do with dealing with Etn. So if you could just not get either one of those two I players, would be happy. so bad. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't want that. Um, Parsons, Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. He wants this over Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU, and Greg Rousseau, defensive end for Miami. Well, Chase is the better receiver. Waddle might be the better fit. Parsons is the better defensive player over Russo. So it's like you're getting a better fit at wide receiver and a better overall player in Parsons. Right, in a lesser position. Now, Miami, if they want to be the version of defense that they want with man coverage, they're going to have to have a better pass rush. But Rousseau, I don't know that he fixes that in year one, to be honest with you. I think... Extremely raw coming out. He's going off of one year as a redshirt freshman. You know, he's got a lot of traits, but I don't know that he's an instant impact type player. I, I think Parsons and Waddle will be a better combo. 
You see a takedown here you like? So I've been focusing on responding, not really looking. I, I have the bullpen. That's the ones that I'm familiar with. Okay, hold on. No, I got you. Okay. Timothy says, take the best trade location for Sam Darnold when ultimately the Jets have the number one pick and take Trevor Lawrence is Pittsburgh to learn under Big Ben and then take over. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's a great spot for him. I think that the Colts is a great spot for him. Um, of course, I think Pittsburgh's a better spot um, because I think I think there's that built-in bridge quarterback, right? If, if Ben will really buy into being that, I think that'd be wonderful. But, I mean, I like so much about Frank Reich. I love that offensive line. I love that the infrastructure in terms of offensive weapons is secure there. I, I mean, those Pittsburgh, are two of the better spots that you could get yeah. for him. Yeah, but Sam Darnold, look, no, he, his next spot, he doesn't need to like sit around and not play. He needs to go and play. What about uh, potentially Las Vegas? I don't know. I, I, I don't like that because I think everything that frustrates people about Marcus or uh, Derek Carr. Stop the car. It's a little bit Sam Darnold like, you know? Yeah, but at least Sam's willing to push the ball down the field. That's the knock on Carr's not going to turn the ball over at the very least because he's just going to check it down if he doesn't feel comfortable. This is a scalding hot take from Joseph. Whoa. Even if the Jets and Giants were to combine rosters, they'd still be the worst team in the league. If I think this is true today. The worst team in the league? I think it's true. You combine two teams and you still have the worst? Yes. Go through oh. go through the list. I'm doing it in my head. And it's it, not good, is it? Who's the coach? <laughs> <laughs> and you combine the coaching staffs. Right. Greg Williams is the best coach. Yeah. There you Joe go. Judge goes to special teams coordinator, right? Yep. Greg Williams Jason is promoted to head coach. Away from the team, right? Mm-hmm. Your offensive coordinator. Adam can be Adam can be the OC. No, I don't want I he's fired. This might be true. I think it this is. This might be true. Like go through the inventory of the offensive line, like it's still mm -hmm. not a good line. The skill players are are washed or injured. The receivers good defensive linemen though. Yeah, your interior defensive line is going to be really really strong. Can we talk about real quick? It's not a take, but like how dumb are the Jets? The rumors now are if the Jets lose on Thursday night football, they'll take advantage of that extended window. It'll be the last we'll ever see Adam Gase's head coach. What did you bring him back for? What did you think he was that now after four games, it's changed your mind versus what the last 48 games he's coached between Miami and New York has been? Are you going to make me defend the Jets right now? Yeah, because there, there was no reason – Right. To bring this back because Joe, we went through the games that they won in the back half of the season, right. and four of their wins were teams picking in like the top six or seven of the draft order. I I don't disagree with you. I I agree wholeheartedly that the Jets should have moved on from Adam Gase after last year. They didn't. How do you justify it? It goes back to the team finished six and two, regardless of who they played. They finished six and two, and you never. But the offense was still amongst the worst in everything. Correct. Yeah, correct it was, but there was some life there. And 
for as bad as I thought the Jets would be this year, I don't think anybody could have predicted them to not be even like a little bit competitive, right? There's not been a moment this year where the Jets, you felt like they were in the same planet of a team that they were playing. How about a take for you? Yeah. If Sam Darnold doesn't get mono, Adam Gase is fired at the end of the year. Yeah, of course. That that was that was half the crutch that they built the argument yeah. to keep him on because he missed like a month. Correct. Yeah, it's his first year with Gase. They believed in him. They hired him. It was year one last year. I mean, every almost every single coach deserves more than one year, right? Yeah. Almost every I, I live through Cam Cameron, brother. Almost every single one. There's the Steve Wilkes's <laughs> of the world. There's the Cam Camerons. There's the Adam Gases for sure. Jared really wants us to take this Jameis Winston take. Jameis Winston. This is from Jared. J- this is a uh, J Rod draft scout. Uh, Jameis Winston will take over the Saints' starting job before their bye. Lead the Saints to the Super Bowl. Jameis playing defense. Is Drew Brees getting hurt? That's what this comes down to. What's the path for Jameis Winston taking over as a quarterback? Drew Brees gets hurt. That's the only way. Drew yes. Brees can go out there and literally have to shot put the football to get it five yards down the field before which he's he back. which which he did this past this past game. I watched the deep out. He tried to throw to the far outside the numbers to the far sideline, ten yards downfield, and we had to not only we didn't only have to come back to the ball like egregiously, we had to dive to the ground back towards Drew to get to get the ball. Last year, I wanted to believe it was the thumb. It's not the thumb. It's not the thumb anymore. It's not. Hold on. I got to rejoin the League of Football. League, League, I'll try to find a take while you're at it. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because you started to laugh. Oh, oh boy. Um, what, about right. J- what about JJ's the number zero on a football jersey? Looks like hot garbage. So can I, a funny story about that. I'm watching mm-hmm. the Tennessee Volunteers on Saturday and I'm like, uh, does Bryce Thompson still play for this football team? And it uh, turns out that he switches number to zero, and I had no idea. So I don't think it looks good. It's just a singular round number. I like the creativity of it. If anything, I like it as I like it as somebody that's like a, a nose tackle, like a 400-pound nose tackle. Yes, with his- it looks bigger on the bigger the body. Yeah, it's it, you can't be like a skill player, a corner, or, or receiver, or something like that. Got to be some big old defensive tackle. Like how I powered through that. I did. Yeah. Through Rocky Top the whole time. Cam, Aaron Rodgers wins MVP over Russell Wills. Obviously, think, there's, so, there's so much yeah. that has to take place between now and then. Nobody wins but, MVP after three weeks, right? But Russ did set the single season record for most touchdown passes after three games. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And this thing is a home run. So if you guys are looking for uh, something that's keto-friendly, you're looking for a delicious snack, you're looking for something after a workout, Built Bar has something for everyone. Built Bar has up to 20 grams of protein per bar, less than 200 calories per bar, one-seventh grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar. And like I said, these things are delicious. And right now, Locked On listeners can use promo code locked on at builtbar.com and save $10 off their next order of built bar. So visit builtbar.com, use promo code locked on, find out what all the fuss is about today. Save yourself 10 bucks with promo code locked on. 
Yeah, I mean, I love what Aaron Rodgers is doing. I do, but Russ is the guy right now. And that's, of course, I have like this little piece of this right now because Josh Allen's playing so good, but I can't even like reasonably bring him to the discussion because of what Russ is doing. He's playing so well, but Buffalo has had, like they had the complete team victory in week one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Say what you will about Miami. Miami's not going to get any respect until they earn it. So people are going to look at the fact that they play Miami and they're going to poo-poo it. Come from behind, win. And then, obviously, the 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 best win is the two-minute drill that you guys had to put together to go meet the Rams. But, but from a numbers perspective, Josh isn't like far off of what Russell Wilson right, is doing. Yeah. Right. So, but, but, yeah, it's Russ right now. Seattle's so. defense is so flipping bad. Tell you about the Bills defense right now, sir. No, yeah, but no, I agree it's Russ. I'm, I agree. I said all that to say that I think it's Russ. We're on the same page here. We're getting cheese and the maze and all that together here. That's not how that saying goes at all. That's okay. <laughs> Sports nut. If the Falcons are in position and have Justin Fields fall to them, they should draft Fields and blow this up with a new regime. Yes. Matt Ryan was – I've watched a ton of Matt Ryan over the last year of my life. Mm-hmm. And his ball placement on Sunday was as much a problem as anything. And I think he's very much carried that team where they haven't played good defense. They haven't run the football. A lot of respect for Matt Ryan. But at this point where he is as a player, where you're going to be in your life cycle as a team, yeah, go get that quarterback. Good take from Daniel. Who says Greg Rousseau should put on as much weight as possible to make a transition to 3-4 defensive end or 3-tech. Give me this man bulking up to Calais Campbell size. Do you believe I that? Do. Because w- w- I sell me on that. I'm not against it, but like... I don't know. He's he's so lean for his size at 266 or 267 yeah. or whatever he is that like you think about the potential with how explosive he is and what made Calais so great was the size explosiveness combination. And I think that kind of hybrid piece that you can play outside, you can play inside, you can play like all up and down the line. And if, if he gets to 290, 290, I think, I think that um, he was 290 coming out of the combine, Calais was. So, like, he doesn't have that far to go to get there based on the way his frame is built right now. And for me, just a a weapon that can go inside or outside and win in all components and the raw power that you can add to his game with him being, like, a freak height, weight, speed kind of guy, that, like, that's, that's where I get most excited about his potential versus being another one of these long, gangly outside rushers. I don't disagree with you. Uh, let me go to the bullpen here. This one's fun. Okay. From Dr. Jason Cohen. Hey, guys, this weekend, the Dolphins will capitalize on what the Cowboys couldn't finish. The Finns will miraculously no. hand Seattle their first loss by more than five points. I'm not touching this. Games in South Florida, right? Yes, it is. Fins up. 
I got laughed at for simply saying that it was a good thing that Seattle won the game because if you were the Dolphins, you didn't want to face him coming off of a loss. Why did you get laughed at for that? That's a great uh-huh. take. You think that the Dolphins have any chance at all? The Dolphins aren't even going to sniff. They might You're, not I hate even that. score 10 points against the Hawks. I hate that so much. Those are such so, bad football discussions, you know? God help those people if the Dolphins win because there will be blood on Sunday night on my social media accounts at grinding the tape. But I was like, I didn't even say they were going to win. I said, see a a team, a West coast team coming East to play in South Florida, as long of a travel trip as you can possibly make in this league, unless you go to London to play in South Florida in colored jerseys at three and O with a almost historically bad defense against the dolphins team that scored 28 points in consecutive games for the first time since 2016. They'll score they'll score 28 against Seattle too. I can't even tell you the last time on defense. If you got Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, you've at least got a shot. Right. Who knows? Can they get pass rush? That's the question. Can they get pass rush? I'll tell you this. That Seattle line ain't very good. No. It's can you can you box Russell into the pocket? Okay. I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it would be this mind-boggling upset if Miami won. But I'm not touching and, and agreeing or disagreeing with that take. <laughs> Will not do it. Uh, Halil's football talk. Joe Burrow right now would be better for New Orleans than Drew Brees with the gap in talent, the ability to make plays off script, and the knowledge of that type of system. I feel so bad. Agreeing to this, but it's it's not wrong in my opinion. This is a this is an accurate hot take. Really, you think that the the Saints would be better if they had Joe Burrow instead of Drew Brees? You're willing to say that? I think Joe behind that offensive line, throwing to Alvin Kamara. I, I don't know, man. I'm. I'm I'm really hesitant to like bury Drew Brees and stuff. I, I don't know. I don't I, know, man. How old's Drew? Old. 40 something years old. How old is Drew Brees? <laughs> Drew Brees is 41 years old. Uh, 41. Yeah. I think the ship has sailed. Father time gets us all eventually, brother. But is he better? He's better than Joe Burrow for that offense. Burrow's better than him for that offense right now. He played in the Joe Brady offense. He played in the Joe Brady offense. It's an exponentially better offensive line. And Joe has played like big balls Joe the last two weeks to throw for 316 and 312 respective yards, getting the tar beat out of him. You think that the Saints would have a better season this year if they had Joe Burrow instead of Drew Brees? Make a Twitter poll. I'm not doing that. Yeah, because you know better than to mess with Saints fans. Brother. How'd that taste in Pat Hill package look? <laughs> Saints fans and Miami fans, they want me dead. This Sports is not, I, I saw two more, but Jeremy Chin will win defensive rookie of the year in 2020. I don't think so. He's got he's doing so. some nice things. Yeah, he's he is. He is. He There's really been really good praise coming out of Pan, Panthers coaching staff. Loves him. I don't know. Imagine Chase not Young, liking Jeremy Chin. Who who doesn't like Jeremy Chin? Chase Young still here. Patrick Queen. I mean, Patrick Queen's going to have a lot of numbers on on a g- great football team and a mm-hmm. good defense. Mm-hmm. 
Jeremy Chin, unfortunately, I, I just think he's going to be a little bit lost there with the spotlight. Very much here for the Brian Burns year two breakout, by the way. He was good last year. I know, but they stopped using him down the stretch. Yeah, he had like a little banged up situation with wrist or something. Yeah, he's fine. He's a good player. Okay, I, uh, last one from Luke. Hamburgers are always better than hot dogs. Always. Like, not even negotiable. Always better than hot dogs. Are we doing just hot dogs, or can we do a hot dog family? Like brats and sausage and all that kind of stuff. Does that move the needle for you at all? You in, you out? I sort of think hot the hamburgers are better than hot dogs. But are there times in my life where I like, hey, I really would like to have a hot dog. I, I think those moments happen. Kyle, when's the last time you ate a hot dog? Oh, I man, saw I, 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 had, all, I saw you eat it. Yeah. When you were with me, you ate a hot dog. I did eat a hot dog. You put yep. about 10 billion onions on it. I just, I'm having nightmares about that. I thought good. one might fall off onto mine. You had them stacked awry on there. Like, what the hell's going on here? I man? actually, honestly, I added a little extra just to torment you. That was, it was a little I more mean, than even what I would have typically ate. Dude, they were falling off the sides of the bun. Like, it was, it and was, I had to like pick them up with my hands. Have and... you ever seen, like, you know what a Carolina dog is? They put coleslaw on it. Imagine what yeah. a terrible idea. It, um, that's, for, to just to paint a picture for the people, Kyle's hot dog looked like that. But with onions, just freaking sliced white onions. I don't know what. Kind I, of I put ketchup there. on it. Horrible. Do you agree with He's, this? I think hamburgers are better than hot dogs. I agree with. That. I think hamburgers are better than hot dogs, but you can screw up a hamburger to the point in which I'd rather have a good hot dog than a bad hamburger. Oh, okay. well, so what's this? It's like, oh, uh, football is better than baseball. No, except Joe, for our peewee football is not as good as the are World always Series. better than hot dogs. You see, you find always. those little it's things, always. man. You're like, well, if you burn the hamburger, the, the yeah. properly cooked hot dogs I better. I don't want to eat a sole of a shoe. <laughs> you're, so, you're a trip, man. You're a thrill. You can give me a jumbo, jumbo dog with chili, and I'll take it over an overcooked dry mm. hamburger. Wouldn't we all? But at well, their I don't best, know. He just made it non-negotiable. That's not the question. He made it non-negotiable. You're the worst. You're the worst. Well, thank for this you very much. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Draft Dudes Podcast. Thanks for tuning in live here on YouTube if you missed it. Mondays and Thursdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. YouTube.com, the Draft Network. We go live. Mondays are takes on takes. Thursdays are would you rathers. And I'm definitely going to come up with a hamburger and hot dog hypothetical for Joe. For Thursday. So come back and see us then. Hit subscribe on the podcast. Thanks as always for listening. Enjoy Monday Night Football.